0: Welcome to the Hridaya podcast, Living with an Open Heart, where we share conversations about the non-dual teachings, self-inquiry, and how to integrate daily life into spiritual practice. Each episode features two Hridaya teachers connecting on a topic that is meaningful to them. This week, Valentina Kanavo and Amy Norton-Taylor talk about healing. Welcome to the Hridaya podcast. Uh, you're here today with uh, myself, Amy, and Valentina. And we've both been here at Hridaya for quite some years, um, teaching and uh, part of the Sangha. And uh, we're going to share a bit about a topic of healing from the perspective of Fredire and self-inquiry and meditation and yoga. And uh, I'll start with some questions for Valentina. Mm. And so where are you from, Valentina, for the guests?
1: Uh, Namaste, everyone. Uh, I'm from Italy, actually. Mm.
0: And what brought you to spirituality, Mm. to the path?
1: Um, I feel it was uh, like a longing for really a deeper dimension that was calling but then uh, actually it was also a diagnosis of uh, diagnostic of a disease so mm. this is why this topic is uh, really dear to my heart um, 10 years ago i was diagnostic with MS multiple sclerosis mm. and then uh, i already encountered spirituality before even with dialogue. but then this really was like a catalyst for me to dive deep mm. into, into the path of self-inquiry
0: mm. and would you like to share a little bit more about um, how that diagnosis of MS inspired you to um, go deeper in the path of yoga and healing as well, and how that um, deepened your understanding around healing as well. Yes, of course. Um,
1: I feel that uh, it was a, a kind.
0: <coughs> I, I feel that it was a kind
1: of um, uh, in the beginning a shock for the personality of Vale because uh, I was traveling the world. I was a diving instructor using the body uh, quite a lot. And then the doctor, from one day to another, um, told me that I had this disease and in six months I will have been in wheelchair. So it was kind of uh, a shock that uh, pushed me to really ask myself, what is life about? You know, maybe in six months from now, you will not be capable to do all these things that you love and all these things where you pour yourself into it, thinking that they are giving you happiness they will be just taking away from you. And so, yeah, in that sense, was a blessing. It didn't felt like this from the beginning, I would say. It's like uh, there was all the time an intuition that was for something deeper, like something deeper was moving um, inside of me, in front of me, in, in mm-hmm. me. Uh, but for sure, for example, for my family, <laughs> it didn't felt in any way like a blessing. But uh, now with the years, now 10 years have been passed, and uh, i think yes is like was the best um yeah um let's say test in my life that allowed me to really go deep into myself
0: Mm. and uh and where was the sort of the first place that or practice or somewhere that you went in Mm -hmm. terms of like spiritual healing Mm -hmm. you know what was the first sort of catalyst that Mm -hmm. that supported you so,
1: as I said, I already encountered uh, ridaya uh, and I already even l- received the lecture uh, yogi healing, mm-hmm. so I already had a lot of knowledge, but uh, my main practice was Vipassana. So the first first things I did, as soon as I was diagnosed, I felt that one of the, mm, let's say, issues could have become me becoming a victim of the disease. I already saw mm-hmm. how everybody, oh, poor Vale, oh my God, everybody crying, and a lot of uh, sense of pity around me. So the first things I did after the retreat, I went to serve in a Vipassana retreat to just uh, remember that, uh, you know, I am not the center of the universe, I was mm-hmm. say, and still things happening for many other beings. Mm-hmm. And so this, this was the first step in the beginning to just uh, dissolve this sense of all oh, poor me through service, through remembering the need of others.
0: Mm-hmm. And that came before um, also le- hearing and learning about karma yoga as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. already very I mean, natural. I mean, I yeah. had
1: a lecture on karma yoga in Riddhaya, uh, but uh, it was just because I have been serving a lot of retreat in Vipassana and they knew that feeling of... Uh, opening the heart when you, like, when you just don't think mm-hmm. about yourself, you think about others more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt, I, I feel, I felt that in this moment, there was a lot of turmoil. And simultaneously, there was a, mm-hmm. the voice of the heart was so clear. Like, you know, in the moment that y- there is the most, uh, like, painful, there is the most difficulty. In the same time, is are also the moment where the heart speaks so loud and it's so clear to, to hear it. And because so many things were dropping, it was also so easy to follow because you know I didn't have so much to lose anymore. Like everything was crumbling and dissolving, and so okay, the only Mm -hmm. (laughs) chance I have is like just to listen the heart, yeah, to the heart.
0: And so the healing, like the way you describe it so far is Mm -hmm. that it wasn't actually even it wasn't going to doctors it wasn't seeking out even like changing like your health your diet and things like that but it was like this change that happened inside you you know like a compassion and and self-love and that recognition of like all beings also yeah. experiencing things thank as well. Yeah, thank
1: you for describing it, Latina, because it's exactly what I felt. Mm. Of course, this was the first part, and then different things also happened. Mm. But uh, yeah, this was the movement from the beginning, and I feel that it accompanied me d- during the all, uh, till now, basically, yeah? and this mm. is, of course, what we still do <laughs> today, serving. uh yeah. And teaching us. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And how long so you said it's been ten years mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and uh how and have there been any other sort of um specific moments over that ten years, um, and regarding like how you have felt internally as well the healing happening, have there been any like significant shifts and were there practices or was it a certain, you know maybe having gone into many retreats mm-hmm. or um, a spiritual teacher or someone that was like part of that that catalyst in that moment mm-hmm. to bring another shift in the healing
1: yeah I feel the shift one of the main shift happened because after Vipassana I then I went to Thailand I went to study yoga more became mm-hmm. a teacher and uh, <clears throat> I also went very much into diet and fasting and mm-hmm. um, in, in, in diet, in fasting, uh, in a long retreat, uh, like solitary retreat, but it was more like this longing of healing the physical body. Yeah, like mm-hmm. So there was, uh, okay, let's do something. A lot of practice, and but this was also a blessing, you know, because I don't think if not I would have been able to practice so much with so much determination because, yeah, the, it, in, like it was really worth it. Like my body, my legs, or actually the practice, so the practice, in the beginning was this, this was like kind of, uh, um, this disease was pushing me at the physical level, but then something happened Mm -hmm. much more profound at one point when I realized actually the healing can't happen only at the physical level, this Mm -hmm. is just Mm -hmm. like uh, in the surface, there is something much, much deeper that had to be understood and embraced, and so there was then more the emotional uh, aspect that also was touched, and then, of course, uh, the real healing happened only when self-inquiry came into the <laughs> into the plate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In that, And then is it when I exactly I let go of the need of healing at mm. a physical level and uh, a much deeper healing, healing happened.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really beautiful mm-hmm. that that's the part that comes is mm-hmm. like the need to heal yourself or mm-hmm. to fix. Mm-hmm who you are or some kind of idea of what the disease is and your identification with it and things too Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I know that that will be super inspiring for Mm -hmm. so many people listening who maybe haven't yet been able to even hear about healing in this way you know Mm -hmm. and to shift like the perspective on what healing Mm -hmm. is you know and Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful um topic that we get to (laughs) that we get to talk about you know Mm -hmm. and i know in that in that module two lecture as well like the the question is often really beautiful for students is like what is healing you know and Mm -hmm. who is healing and what are you healing from you know and Mm -hmm. these like beautiful questions to kind of reflect back onto and Mm -hmm. and kind of uh break some old ideas and patterns as well so yeah um i know for um for myself it was it was a <clears throat> i mean a similar like inner movement and change that happened um regarding healing but the journey of the physical body and the emotional journey like had a different um it was a different story mm-hmm. you know but definitely for me it was very much the the same coming to Hridaya and <clears throat> And, yeah, sitting many retreats and having that time to um, be with myself, you know, and face the 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 darker edges of the subconscious and and to feel what has not been felt for a very long time as well. And so part of the healing was was also um, <clears throat> yeah, learning how to be with yourself in silence. Um, and to love whatever was there, and to embrace whatever was coming up as well. And and then, yes, of course, like the hatha yoga and all the beautiful practices that mm-hmm. we get to um, learn here. And being part of the sangha has been a very big part of the healing process too. The sangha, for sure, mm-hmm. has been a big part of that as well. Yeah. Mm, thank you. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and would you also um, would you also recommend for other people who are maybe <coughs> Uh, coming across things like this in their life where they are given um, a diagnosis of something that um, maybe doesn't have a specific um, medical um Healing tools, mm-hmm. would you um, recommend people to uh, try fasting or come and sit retreats mm-hmm. and things like that? Like, do you what would you mm-hmm. recommend for, mm-hmm. for people based on your experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
1: actually a very beautiful question. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It happened that uh, after this, like in the last maybe three years, uh, many people are reaching out and uh, just because I'm giving also sometimes some um, uh, conference in Italy, especially mm-hmm. in Italy, but also just by spreading of the mouth. You know, a module one student asked, and then the teacher gave my number and so on. Mm-hmm. So basically, we. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so basically. Uh, I'm actually starting to interact with many, many people they call, and they have uh, MS or or different kind of disease. And what they all the time suggest is, like, yes, to take care of also the physical body. So basically, for Mm -hmm. sure, what we eat will make a difference, a different especially if we do have an autoimmune disease but any kind Mm. of disease we cannot uh, continue with our habit of drinking and smoking and so on and thinking that the physical body will heal so for sure has to be taken care but more than everything is like really going to a journey as you exactly expressing to silence inside Mm. of ourselves and to see the disease as an object to see even the body as an object and then from that silence allow the healing to happen but for sure the physical aspect also has to be embraced and mm. certain habits have to change and because it's also in some way a kind of expression of our inner call like you know i want to change and i am offering um like you know the way i'm eating even you know to, mm. to, for the sake of this healing to happen, you know, it's like kind of uh, I'm showing up, I'm standing for something. Mm-hmm. But in all this mm-hmm. year, there was a really beautiful play in the prayer, the prayer of serenity, like a, a part of the prayer. I mean, I know it in Italian, so I hope <laughs> <laughs> I can translate it well in English. But basically uh, she says, you know, please give me the courage to change, um, to accept what Uh, I cannot change Mm -hmm. Give me the strength to change what I can change Mm -hmm. and give me the wisdom to understand the difference between the two Mm, and uh, I think that this is really like the Like in some way was the resume of my like of my uh, Journey because it was like yes, there are so many things that I can do it and I will do it I will fast I fast even for 49 days I did many many things for sure I show up in that way But then there is a point where you also have to understand and yet it's all in the hand of God, you know, and yet there is a a surrender, maybe it is one to do anything and it doesn't matter, but please let me see where I have to, where I I can just surrender or where still a certain moment, so that surrender is not passive, you know, so I can still show up and I can see certain change can be made.
0: Yeah, you don't just like neglect the body, but exactly. you do have to go through like a, a process of like also um, detaching from it at the same time and then also somehow coming back to that recognition of the body and, and the body as divine. And so mm-hmm. it becomes almost like a devotional practice, practice as yes. well the healing. Yeah.
1: And, and something actually that happened as well uh, mm. in the beginning was this need of healing, you know? okay, I need to heal, I need to heal. So this, uh, and indeed it was an identification, but it helps so much to move on, you know, mm-hmm. and then so, so much practice and so much practice and so many things. And then at one point, the identification moved in that, oh, I need to help everybody to heal. <laughs> 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 then I will be the healed one that will help everybody to heal. <laughs> and so again, another layer. And yet uh, seeing from now, I can see the perfection of this as well, you know, because we're just stage in which the, like, Without that strength in the beginning, maybe I will not have done all these mm-hmm. things that I, I did. And then they brought me actually to, they, they brought this healing. Yeah? yeah, but even that has to die. Even that identification of that that is the one that will help. Now is happening, just because it's life manifesting itself in that way. But it's not. Uh, I'm doing something. You know, actually with this call that I receive, actually with this call mm-hmm. the, that uh, I receive is more, uh, I thought I was going to help them but many times I am receiving also so much mm. help support because it uh, <coughs> doesn't matter the level of consciousness from which we speak. So I have received even call from parents or friends that have this disease and so, you know, different generation and, uh, and yet the level of from where we speak is it's, it's, it's the same. Like, they know That I understand, and only them can understand what I'm talking about. So, and because I'm not a doctor telling him just story, but I have been through also some difficulty. They they understand. They understand the language of the heart because they can listen. And I never felt so understood before, even like that. You know. So actually, there is a healing happening from both of us and that's what is, i found so beautiful yeah.
0: yeah like healing isn't like a starting and a stopping either exactly. isn't it yeah it's, a when continuum, you
1: it's just a shift mm-hmm. of awareness mm-hmm. and realizing yeah. actually that healing is happening constantly it's yeah. the the natural movement of the body and of the the, the heart is more the mind that because of idea and concept is actually blocking that natural flow and mm-hmm. this was seeing so many times in, in long retreat yeah.
0: mm-hmm. wow so mm-hmm. it's been a path of like uh <clears throat> Physical healing for the body, mm-hmm. consciousness evolving, <laughs> expanding mm-hmm. as well, but mm-hmm. also coming into that that deep recognition of and, and remembrance of like who you are and, mm-hmm. and the self and, and mm-hmm. that openness of the heart and love and mm-hmm. and that surrender also to yeah. yeah surrender also that that personal need that comes for a healing yes. and in that that offering to to serve somehow the healing of all mm-hmm. beings as mm-hmm. well yeah yeah it's so inspiring mm-hmm. yeah i feel very grateful to also hear mm-hmm. your your story and and journey with healing as well mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure many people will receive a lot of gems also mm-hmm. from hearing this too yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and so some more inspiring uh I guess things that you could share is more now related to um your current practice like the spiritual practices and your relationship um with ms so like maybe does it um you know is it something that comes up in the meditations is it still something you know that you're thinking about you know that needs to still continue to heal or you know how it's mm-hmm. like how it is with you now in your current spiritual practice yeah,
1: thank you for asking no i don't i don't feel like uh, what i saw about the ms is that is not like a disease you know usually the diagnosis is like now you have ms and this is will be in six months you will be in wheelchair and this will happen something that I saw clearly is that just the symptom are a response to a certain um, um, uh, how I can say that it's like uh, there is a certain need that is not being fulfilled physical need emotional need doesn't matter and then the body express a certain symptom but this is I personally don't call it anymore MS. mess it's just in the every moment there is a need and this need is fulfilled, then it will be not expressed like a symptom because then the need is met. So it's not a future thing, it's like in Mm -hmm. every moment if you are present and you can embrace that need, then the the, the symptom will not appear. So Mm -hmm. this is how I deal with it right now, I didn't have any more symptoms since uh, five years. And uh, I'm also open to it, so I'm not saying I, mm-hmm. I healed completely, but because of this vision and because especially of the self-inquiry, so the capacity to realize, wow, I'm not this body maybe, mm-hmm. you know? so it, it's, it's, it, it's not so personal anymore, then there is really a lot of space, a lot, a, lot, a lot of more space at least. And so my practice today, it's still very much Atta Yoga and meditation. And of course, as you know, a lot of karma yoga too. <laughs> and uh, But mainly is this self-inquiry. And not only on the mat and uh, um, in Atha yoga, but mm-hmm. is basically a constant uh, trying to remember this question and this dimension. And this is why also a lot of dedication, like a lot of retreat, a lot of um, like still dedicating a lot of time to to retreat. Because I think it's the moment that it <coughs> is... Uh, um, understanding can be really stabilised, but yet, of course, in daily life as well. So the practice is mainly Atta yoga. I, I still look after my, uh, um, I, like the way I eat very much mm-hmm. in a sense that mm-hmm. I take very much care. But uh, yeah, the rest is mainly um, self-inquiry. Mm. Yeah.
0: It's like so everything that you are um, practicing and incorporating into your daily life. Um, is evolve sort of around that um yeah the self-inquiry and the self-awareness and so that that healing is like how we said at the very beginning it's like it's it doesn't start and stop but it's that constant like remembrance all the time yeah exactly. yeah
1: yes. yeah. Mm. yeah and uh, <laughs> so i've spoken <laughs> really much a lot so um, maybe you want to share something Amy. Mm, thank you and
0: mm-hmm. um, I mean, just briefly, I can share that, like, kind of similar, you know, to what you were last speaking about in relation to healing and uh, like spiritual practice. Now, um, for sure, it's definitely changed over the few years. Definitely, um, I think I struggled for I don't, most of my adult life trying to fix something, you know, about myself and uh, just caused a lot of friction a lot of challenges a lot of suffering more and more and uh, yeah in these last few years the biggest shift has just been self-awareness it's been the self-inquiry and in those moments of this uh, particular struggle arising and showing itself again is those moments of uh, waking up to it and being present for it not actually trying to change it at all not trying to push it away not trying to fix it and actually allowing it to happen in a way as well and that's um been the biggest um practice you know of course also the hatha yoga and the (laughs) retreats and um solitude retreat as well and meditation um also some um other healing work on the side with the body and things like that of course too um uh, but for sure, yeah, this practice of just waking up in these moments and being present for what is, um, and allowing it to to be as it is, you know, that's been the strongest practice. Um, and constant, as you said, you know, it's this constant remembrance and and healing is that self awareness ultimately. And uh, so, I'm very grateful, like always, mm-hmm. grateful for that as as having been part of the the journey these last few years, and, and very happy to be able to share mm-hmm. this with everyone as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank you. Shall we finish with a a beautiful quote that's inspiring us about healing?
1: Every being in the universe is an expression of the Tao.
0: It springs into existence, unconscious, perfect, free, takes on a physical body, lets circumstances complete it.
1: That is why every being spontaneously honours the
0: Tao. The Tao gives birth to all things, nourishes them, maintains them, cares for them, comforts them, protects them, takes them back to itself, creating without possessing, acting without expecting, guiding without interfering.
1: That is why
0: love of the Tao is in the very nature, nature of things. Thank you everyone. Yeah, Namaste. Namaste. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. The Hridaya Yoga Centers in Mexico and France were founded from a yearning to share the message of the heart with ever more people. If you'd like to learn more about these profound teachings, we invite you to visit Hradaya-Yoga.com.